Hello and welcome to episode 63 of the Donald is Red podcast. I had to stop there a minute second and remember it again. <laughs> uh, just am, checked it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Nicholas and this is Morton. Hello. And in this episode, we'll be interviewing the Dane once again for something new. <laughs> uh, we're going to ask Sebastian how Adepticon was. Yes, it's an Adepticon episode for you, well, and for us. The people who couldn't go there to this amazing event. And uh, basically, first, the first part will be, yeah, you'll actually hear Sebastian's story before he went and after. And it's like, oh, my God, time, time warp as usual. Magic and stuff. Yeah, you'll hear yes. it all. The preparation yes. and execution. And a disclaimer, he has more energy in the first part of the show. He's <laughs> a bit jet lagged in the, in the other half. <laughs> Poor guy. Yes. Oh, he got to go meet awesome people and, you know, get things. I don't know. Cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So before that, uh, we'll just uh, do a quick round and see what we've been up to. Yeah. So what have you been up to, Morton? Yeah, well, I'm still uh, mainly painting fantasy. <clears throat> heresy, heresy, heresy. Heresy to the heresy. Yes. So I'm uh, painting some crossbowmen and some pikemen and stuff. And I'm almost done with that. So I was like, mm, I'm always, almost, you know, I've almost painted all uh, the things I have. Couldn't I start with a new order already? My wife was like, shouldn't you finish what you have completed first? <laughs> That's where you're wrong, sweetheart. Uh, you see, <laughs> motivation is by getting more stuff that you will never finish. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, shit, Bre what about Brexit? What if Brexit is happening? <gasps> um, so I thought, uh, you know, uh, what if prices go up and, and shit and we will have problems with blah, blah, blah. So I ordered, uh, not from Fortress, but from Perry Miniatures to get some more of my fantasy that I had planned. So I got shitloads of stuff. So I got more um, War of the Roses infantry and mercenaries. So I will try to make more pikemen, more crossbowmen, uh, maybe try to make some pistols, uh, not pistolers, uh, duelists with uh, like a hand weapon and a pistol. Would be cool. So I also yeah. got, I also ordered from Games Workshop. So I also got some pistoliers because I wanted to use the pistols <laughs> but the scale is a lot bigger so, and, and the pistols are like the, half the yeah. size of, a, of, of the body of the pair of they are super big though like even in that scale because like because yeah. i put that on one of my guys recently and uh -huh. like i put him like the pistol uh next to his leg when he's yeah. riding on a horse and the pistol is like as long as his entire leg yeah it's, it's crazy. really weird it's like oh this didn't really go to plan so i'm not really sure what i'll what I'll end up doing there. Uh, maybe I'll uh, may, uh, maybe I'll just convert my own pistols. How hard can it be? <laughs> or cut them down somehow, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that as well. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I also got um, some, uh, yeah, the, the cavalry from Paraminiatures as well, which I've been starting to build. Some uh, to have some uh, some heavy heavy cav sort of, uh, really fun to build and. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Uh, some mages from Games Workshop also. The uh, so mm, I can nice. you know make some uh, make a it's wizard. Magic. Yes, so I got four of them now in the new box. But that's just cool. I can you know could be cool to have some different lores and try them out. Uh, 
and uh, <laughs> uh, pair of miniatures were, were really nice. So this is a real um, first in the show. I, I now got my first ever metal miniature. Ooh. <laughs> ah. I've been trying to wa- avoid metal because I'm such a uh, noob. And I, you know, I got into it when it was already plastic. So I don't have any of that nostalgia. Like, oh, metal. I'm just like, Ugh. I don't know how that works. But they were all, so kind. So I was like, oh, what's this little black box? And I got an extra, uh, like a light cavalry guy in in metal just like an entire sculpt which is a really gorgeous sculpt so i'll probably use it somehow but i was just like it's oh my <laughs> now i <laughs> finally got lured into owning metal so who knows maybe i'll uh, get converted now and be like oh yeah an entire metal army yeah it's or exactly not. what i'm doing now oh what are you you're do- working with your dwarfs yeah, redoing my old dwarfs. I had a, a really old dwarf army. So like two yeah. weekends ago, I was just scrubbing paint of models the entire weekend. Oh. And now Yay. they're primed, and then I've done some test models. Mm-hmm. So wait, now, do you have, do you have a, a color scheme? Do you have a specific dwarf hold that you're making? I'm not like, entirely uh, sure with the lore and everything. but so, Yeah, I'm making like a, a War of the Beard theme. Oh. So that's uh, the the war between the dwarves and the elves. So it's like a history, history <laughs> army. <laughs> like, it's like 30k for a fantasy sort of. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much know. that. So it's like super niche. Like not only do I play fantasy, but yeah. I use the older models for this yeah. faction and like a niche theme. theme. Yeah. Damn. So uh, wait, is it? Uh, but is it still like a specific hold that has specific colors or how does that work? So it's a subsidiary to uh, one of the holds, Karak Isar, which is like mm-hmm. the, the copper. They have lots of copper, and I wanted to do lots of copper, so I thought that was oh. fitting. But it's mm. not like the, the main part of the hold. It's like a, like a mine that's connected to this place. Okay, where, where is that located in the old world? Uh, to the, like, it's not in the, the World Edge Mountains. It's in the, the Western Mountains, like the, the Grey Mountains and the Black Mountains over there. And okay. it's like to the southwest. So it's like bordering. Like on, on the right side of it, you've got uh, the border princess. And to the left, huh? you've got Britonia. Oh, okay. And, and what else to the Stalia. north? Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe it, I don't know if it's Stalia to the west or Britonia. But yeah. Mm. That, Somewhere there. That region. Yeah. Hmm. Nice. So what, what's more than bronze? What colors are they? Uh, so you're going to be... Bronze and their clothes are gonna be like red and uh, gray green. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so there's a picture. Uh, yeah. uh, I got this Vallejo or like real metal color uh, oh. copper, which is really nice. So that's yeah. like the, the base of the, the army. Cool. Yeah, this is a lot of fun so- painting dwarfs. Is it nostalgic to go through your own, your old, like, oh, it's my old art? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really nice. Just looking at some old units, like, oh, shit, I remember, remember these guys. I had these forever. It's like, it's funny because I had a lot of dwarves. And then in like 2007, maybe, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, like, what am I supposed to do with my dwarves? Like, I have so many units that I can't really do anything with and like there's no consistent theme or anything so i sold 
most of my course. Mm-hmm. But I kept like the, the units that I really liked and just kept them in a box. Yeah. And then uh, like I left them back in Fallen <clears throat> forever with a friend and then he sent them over and now like, I used to have this like perfect base to start a new army like 10 oh. years later. Yeah. It was meant to be like a time capsule or something. <laughs> yeah. You should just go to a, like a vault or something and send this army to myself in 10 years because I might be in a bad place like, like <laughs> yeah. England and then need some. <laughs> yeah. So I had like some long beards and iron rakers and anvil of doom, a bunch of characters, oh, damn. an entire regiment of slayers. Uh, so it's perfect. So now yeah. I like, yeah, you bought like a, a couple of more units some war machines as on characters. Mm-hmm. And I've had now I have like two and a half, I don't know, like maybe three thousand points even. It's crazy. Oh shit. Shit. All metal, like. baby. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's what, what I've been doing. Uh, I also went mm-hmm. to salute last weekend. Salute. Yeah. Was it a? Uh, yeah. We don't know what it is. It's like the the world's largest uh, miniature convention. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not the world's largest, but like probably there's bigger ones in, in the US. But uh, I think it's like Europe's largest, at least. Okay. Uh, it's crazy because it's only one day. And it's open between like one, uh, between 10 and uh, 7 in the evening, I think. Okay. And you have to try to go to everything. It's like, oh my god! Yeah, it's crazy. It's like this huge floor with like endless amounts of stands, including uh, the Perry. The Perry brothers are there. It's all them. <gasps> Starstruck. Uh, and then they just had like endless amounts of games. Like, like you would think, like, oh yeah, I know the miniature games that are around, but there were so many games, oh. so many f- manufacturers, like. It felt like at least like thirty manufacturers that made World War Two vehicles. Okay. It's crazy. It <laughs> must be and, hard to choose them. Like, oh, which... Yeah, like they had like uh, try and play things, and it felt like as many like World War Two games. Like, oh, come and try this scenario. There's Sherman tanks moving to this French village, and I was like, right next to it. Oh, come and try this scenario with this German tanks. Uh, drive into a French village. It's like <laughs> it's copy paste everywhere, but like with different rule sets. Uh, mm. So yeah, that and then you had like a bunch of historical games, like mm. super detailed terrain and like endless ranks of infantry. Like it puts everyone else to shame. Okay, like, you will never be as hardcore as these guys. Oh, like, nice. with, with your war game. And it's like, oh, the the bloodiest battle in Ireland's history, 1632. <laughs> like, take command what? over this general and this battle. Like, what? <laughs> Crazy. Never heard of this. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, sci-fi games, steampunk games and stuff. Oh, they also yeah. had, like, uh, the Battle of Lützen. Oh! <gasps> I get... Time to get personal. <laughs> yeah. So for the non-Swedes out there, like all the Swedes right now are like shedding a, a manly tear for the, the king. Uh, the end. So <laughs> the end for the Swedish greatness. <laughs> so it was this, uh, this battle between Sweden and uh, the Holy Roman Empire. 
where the Swedish king got killed. Gustav II okay. Adolf. Gustavus Adolfus. You're <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that was really cool. Is there uh, any game that you, you felt like, oh, oh wait, was that Games Workshop there? Representing uh, no, them? they weren't there. I was <gasps> really surprised. And apparently Forshall is usually there, but they were not there either. Uh, Maybe they were at Adepticon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, they were. But like, why would that stop them from being yeah, they have in their own country? Than, more than two people. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Uh mm. But yeah, uh, like there were a lot of cool things, but like they didn't really grab my attention because there's just okay. so many of them. And like, yeah. I was thinking like there were so many games. Like either they were like hardcore historical games, or like yeah. super fun. You said to play uh, whatever sci-fi game or steampunk game, like ah. super scary. Like oh, you only need these five guys, and then you're ready to play. So it's like, or mm-hmm. like oh, you need these. That like you need an, a complete army to be able to play. <laughs> you need to have a, a masters in history to be able to understand yeah. this. <laughs> to to even perform uh, the simplest maneuver with this yeah. regiment. So you seem yeah. like that there were no really like middle ground games. Like, do you think that would actually be a good thing? Like, or that that would have gained a lot? I mean, they would have sold more maybe if they had some game like that. Or it could have attracted yeah, more. Know, but, and also, like, the, there were some 40k there, uh, but mm-hmm. mostly, like, uh, people who b- made terrain, like, sold terrain pieces. They were, like, showing uh-huh. off the terrain with some 40k stuff. And that also yeah. seemed, like, very skirmish level. Like, no, like, classic uh, sized 40k or 30k or fantasy like that. So mm-hmm. either, like, super skirmish or super hardcore history game. Yeah, I'm not really into the loop, but, but but maybe Kill Team is super hot. Like everyone is playing Kill Team in 40k. Yeah, not sure. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I saw two games. <clears throat> they were pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one was uh, uh, Darklands uh, by this company Mears Miniatures. Lands or lands like. Lands like landmass. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, you you probably seen these miniatures, Mirrors miniatures. They make mm-hmm. some really good looking miniatures, like crazy good looking miniatures, but they're really pricey though. But it's just okay. like I don't really care what how the game plays. Like these miniatures are so good looking. Like there mm-hmm. there were some like combat bears with axes and. Armor, it was like, oh my god, wow. these are so grim. Wait, so this is some kind of furry game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like super dark setting, and it's uh, like focused on Europe, mm-hmm. and like all the fol- folklore is true, pretty much. Oh. So all these oh. mythical creatures are in the game, and then you have humans fighting with the help of these different mythological beings, depending on where they're from. So, like, the different regions have their mythological beings fighting with them. Ah, cool. Yeah, so, yeah. And it's, like, based around England. A bunch of guys there and Ireland and their folklore. But there are also Norse uh, that have trolls with them. Yes. And and you have, like, the Byzantine Empire are trying to reclaim Europe. So, they have, like, they're coming in with some other weird creatures. Yeah. And the models are super good. So, 
that was that's pretty cool. And that's cool. So it's a, like an alternate history. So you can still have the you you have the relationship like oh I understand sort of this time of history. So it's not completely just crazy, but yeah, then yeah. you have these so, this new element then in the. Oh. You yeah, need to so check that, it out. <laughs> yeah, it was really nice. Uh, and you also talked about uh, yeah, yeah, another so historical that, game. Yeah, the second game. So this is one of the games because like super dark and really cool. And then there was also this game called uh, By Fire and Sword, which I have seen before. Uh, yeah. but it's just cool to see in the flesh. Yeah. Uh, and it's this. Uh, like uh, 15 millimeter historical game set in uh, the 1600s. Uh-huh. So it's like based on. It's made by Poles, so it's kind of Polish centric. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that fits in pretty well for Swedes as we were fighting <laughs> heavily in Poland at that time. Are we the bad guys in the game? <laughs> pretty much. But, I mean, <laughs> everyone is the bad guy if you're Poland at that time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, uh, and it's like around that time you have uh, what's known uh, in Poland as the Swedish flood, where oh. uh, Sweden just pretty much occupied all of Poland and then they went back. Hmm. Uh, so that was really cool. And like, it was a, it's an historical game, but it's not as hardcore as the other ones, I would say. It's more playable, okay. it looked like at least. That was, yeah. that was really cool. So yeah. maybe something for the future. Have you ever thought about if you were if you were to make your own game, what would you make? <laughs> Have you had any idea? Like, oh, I I wish I really wish there was a game like this, and then you just had free free hands to just create. Yeah. It's a it's a very hard question. Yeah, like there could. I don't be feel like I have a good answer. So many. Um, I don't know. Like I, tr- I tried modifying stuff for 30k, like the mm-hmm. tank rules and stuff like that. Yeah. Like make an entirely new game. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a friend of mine told me that, like at this event, like if I ever had like a desire to make my own game, yeah, it's it's crushed after being here because there are so many games that are so niche. <laughs> And like oh, oh, okay. yeah, this is uh, this war that no one has ever heard about. Fought in uh, Manchuria in seventeen fifty eight. Like holy shit! Yeah. Uh, like all, all the games seem to already be out there. If you want to play, maybe you could make your own fantasy game with uh, everything is yogurt, <laughs> but it's the yogurt yeah. versus the sour milk. I think like the the problem with games nowadays is just finding people to play with because there are yeah. so many games. Like you just have to agree with someone what to play. Yeah. Oh, I just realized something that I've thought about uh, that I would bring up on the show the other day. This is sort of related. This is like a request. Uh, if there's anyone out there who's really hip and cool and uh, works with apps and stuff, I have a request for an app that I think would be cool because. Uh, and maybe there, if there is one, you'll have to tell me now. But um, so because, we, you know, we're, Heresy is a, uh, in, in a way, a small community, right? And this could be used for more than just Heresy, but 
We're we're sort of small. We're, it's a lot of people, but over a very large geographical geographical area. And thanks to podcasting, we've found each other sort of. But then then every now and then we try to you know sort of come together by having like a global campaign or something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And uh, I know that we try to use. I know the guys at os Thirty K have a website that they use, and uh, and I've tried to use it also, and I think it's it's good. But I don't think it's the that level of you know uh, the level I want of uh, easy to use sort of thing. I'm just thinking, wouldn't it be awesome if you had an app? Because think of all the apps that you have at the moment that are you know some sort of uh, build your uh, build your base and then go in and farm money and you know and then you have <laughs> other people uh, playing online that you can see their bases close by and you can attack them. So you can already have different players from around the world and you can show them on a map why couldn't you make then an interactive map you create a campaign system say on a planet you have you have some sort of way of making the map for the planet and you can set up like different vital things like a hive city and you know all these things that we do when we play a, at a, a campaign uh, locally um but you would have it in the form of an app so you could actually see you know people would be represented on the app and if it's like oh i fought this guy and i won oh, then the territory changes color or something, you know, really intuitive and seeing. I would like to see the map sort of in, in a campaign like that. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. You, could ex- you could expand it to be, be used in like fantasy campaigns or you could make it sort of generic and then have some add-on. So it's like, oh, you're playing a, a 30K campaign. Oh, well, then these are some of the templates you can put out. Like you can put out the Hive City thing. I think, first of all, it just costs money to, to work on it full-time. But mm. second of all, I want to say that I think actually uh, Eric the Dane is working on something like this for his real time. Mm. Ah, yeah, because if you already if you have that, it's nice for you know global events, but it could probably be used at an event as well, right? It's like oh, today we're running yeah. this event. Everyone download the app. This is the and you create like a new system. We're fighting here, so now, oh, everyone signs in. They're like oh, okay, now you can see. So I don't know. I I. <laughs> I I'm not technical enough to do any of this. I'm just wishing. I'm just sitting here like, someone do this. But this is what I want. This is what I want. And I think it would be very cool if there existed something like that. And I know that there are talented people out there that do crazy things just because, you know, look at the guys making those 30K fan videos. It's like crazy good. It's just, you know, oh, I really want to have a 30K video. So I just made it myself. So I'm like, what? My, my Lord. You, you should... Look up like a company that makes one of those games. Like Travian, um, isn't that one of those kind of games? Uh, like those, oh, yeah. yeah. Just look up who makes that it. and ask them how much they would charge you. Do, yeah, I mean, this is even something that, I mean, really, Games Workshop could make an official app also and they could sell it and make money out of it. I mean. But that would be way too, too good to be true. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's just a little, just a little. I'm, I'm, uh, I will be the, in, uh, the, in, uh, what would you say, the visionary of this company. I won't make it, but I, it was my idea. So <laughs> I just come up with uh, ideas and stuff, and people make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I just sit on this uh, cushion all day, just dreaming up things, and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if only that was a paying job. It's coming up with great ideas. Mm, mm. Really you should 
Games Workshop should hire us and we should just make. <laughs> All right. So I think with that, we should move on to uh, the main topic of this episode. So it yes. won't last forever and ever. No, no. It'll be long enough anyway. Trust us. <laughs> You're in for a treat. It's time to learn about Adepticon. Summon the Dane, Nicholas. Summon him. Wallolo. Uh, <laughs> And welcome back to wherever we are, the Nordics, the Scandinavia. We're back. Scandinavia. Back with Sebastian. We just came back from uh, Vinland, North America. Came back from Chicago. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a changed man. <laughs> Before we had this interview, yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to Defcon now. Oh, shit. I'm back from seeing I'm some back things. From the Americans. <laughs> Holy shit! The magic of radio editing, just like uh, several 
weeks have passed or something. I don't know. At least one week. Uh, yeah, I think it's about a week since I got home. I got home on Monday the 1st. Yeah. I think but, it but... was Monday the 1st. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so excited. So excited. <laughs> wow, you seem <laughs> even more down than me. <laughs> oh, shit, man. I, I don't know. I'm just a bit... Uh... A bit tired, I guess. I've just, my my jet lag for the first time. I've actually gotten proper jet lag, and oh. it's still going on for some reason. Oh no! <laughs> and also, so the time change happened, right? Yeah, double whammy. God, yeah. Some and, serious. Uh, a flight without any proper sleep home. So really, just goodbye day rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get to Chicago? Isn't it is it warp travel? Um, I flew to uh, Iceland. I landed in Reykjavik. Um, oh, I was yeah. there for one and a half hours or something. Then I got onto another plane uh, straight to Chicago O'Hare. Um, and then did, you I get, took a cab there. did you get caught in customs? Did they ask you, like, what are these um, strange models? They, <laughs> they, in Denmark, they asked um, before I got on the plane uh, yeah. what it was and so on. Yeah, and then when I got to America, they asked what my like my purpose in Chicago was. Um, <laughs> was like uh, it's these small mountains. I am here to wage yeah. war. And then I showed them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's the way to get in, but uh, so I showed them the models, and I oh yeah okay, um, and that's about it. So no real picky. Um, oh, oh that's I didn't even get randomly searched or anything. Oh. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. You had hidden, yeah, nice. uh, yeah. You you and you had hidden a, a space brain in your anus just in case, like a little treat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, how was Chicago? Is it, wait, is, uh, well, yeah, it's not an actual Chicago. It's in Schaumburg, <laughs> Chicago, Illinois, which is kind of like a suburban <gasps> area to Chicago, but like. 150,000 to 200,000 citizens, I believe. What uh, a so rip lot. Yeah, uh, but it was okay. Like, uh, apparently, there's a lot of nature there. Um, <laughs> apparently. apparently. <laughs> Someone told me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I had. No, like, we had to walk through, like, a small park and the parking lot. On that way, we saw skunks, we saw beavers, oh, we really? saw geese. We saw squirrels, like a shit lot of wildlife. Like, what the fuck is going on with this parking lot and small park? It's the new world, you know. We haven't been around for so long to kill stuff over there. (laughs) In Scandinavia, I think they're the ones with the the, they're the most armed. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I never seen a skunk. I thought they only existed in Looney Tunes. Did it try to like <laughs> seduce you with a smell or something? Oh no, wait, wait. Uh, not really. It's it ran away pretty quickly. Oh, that's good. Um, Would have been a nice start well, to get sprayed we, by. We skunk. thought it was the cat at first, so we're like, "Oh, look at oh shit!" Kitty, kitty, kitty. Was a bit drunk, so bit of a risky situation. <laughs> Is was this your first uh, journey to America? Uh, yeah. It was. Yeah, oh, that that as well. So a real, a real journey. How much did yes. you weigh when you left, and how much do you weigh now? Um, I haven't checked when I got home. 
but you, I you don't want kilos when I left. I don't want to check. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a lot of heavy food? Yeah, uh, like by day three, you were craving something with vegetables, even as a ah, vegetarian. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> like had enough of cheese, like just something without cheese, please. Oh, okay. Just something. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, I remember like, when I went to US, I ate this burger and it still makes like my mouth water when you think of it. And it's the only thing. Huh? In this world, that makes my mouth water when I think of it. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, like we had a lot of good food, but it, damn, it was heavy food all the way. Yeah, <laughs> heavy matter. Yeah. So, um, did, I, did you uh, stay at the? What was the? Did you stay at the place at the venue, like the hotel where they had the the event, or? Um, no, I stayed at the hotel, like five ten minutes walk from there, or something. Okay. Uh, like most of the people that I talk to actually stay at that hotel um, oh. and not at the actual venue because the venue runs out of places super quick and is apparently a lot more expensive. Okay. Yeah, I guess um, I, yeah. so many people. Yeah. Uh, I think it's up to 16 or 18,000, I think someone told me. So it's quite a lot of people. Shit. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of... Um, Geek potential. Yeah, so the first day you kind of like the pre-day you get your pass for everything. <laughs> um and your loot box, which was pretty damn nice. Uh -huh. Um so I actually had to leave an entire board game over there and some other stuff. Oh. Just because Is... it didn't fit and it wasn't really in my interest. Okay. Um But, like, I brought home some, like, the Game of Thrones tabletop uh, starter set. Oh, yeah. I, things. I've, seen, I've seen the models. They're really good, actually. Yeah, so I'm going to paint that up with a friend, like, meeting every two weeks and painting uh, each oh, arm army, like, yeah. each of us. And they are, that was pretty nice. Yeah, they are cool. It's, uh, it's a bit of a shame yeah. that some, they're a bit, uh, there's, like, just two posters or something per unit. But, uh, yeah. They're damn good, good sculpts. Yup, they look good. Mm. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to trying that out. Yeah. Um, then there was like a, a pilot figure, like a, a thunder female thunderbolt pilot or something. Uh huh. Um, I think that was there. Yeah, and there were like this necromancer uh, model, kind of looked a bit. I wouldn't say all the way uh, steampunk, but a bit steampunk looked necromancer. <laughs> yeah. And then this Naga witch from a new game uh, that apparently came out, which I'm going to use for some um, Serpentine cults. Ooh, or some lair nice. or something. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there were some some small different things and like uh, some small weird stuff in MDF. Apparently, yeah. um, and there were also these kind of how to put it. Is that a baby screaming in the background? Yeah. <laughs> Can it be heard all the way over there? Uh, all the way yeah. to Scandinavia. Yeah, yeah. she's adding to the room darkness. Please don't call child uh, services. Please don't call. She's just she's just tired. Too late. 
too late. No, it's too late, Roden. Actually, yeah, please, please call child services. Take her away. <laughs> Take her away. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let your wife hear say that. <laughs> but right. um, yeah. So I got a bit of uh, different stuff for that, but I mainly brought like the big set and a couple of characters for some different serpentine things back. Uh-huh. And the and the pilot there. Um then I brought home like a Yeti cup for myself and four five uh for four of my friends. Oh yeah. the infamous um, Yeti cups. Yes, the so, glorious are, are, Yeti cups. How, how good are they? Um as good as they say. Oh, <laughs> But are they now like, are they always bought together with Wargaming or are they sponsoring Wargaming or what? Why are they always? Uh, no, there, there's a dude um, that like uh, does it with like a powder coating, I believe it is, or engravement of some sort. Um, huh. And he just like paints and engraves Yeti cups and like, yeah. Okay. That's a lot of 30k. Huh. Pretty nice. And uh, he also does like the engraved dice boxes. Okay. So I got one with Angron on it. Oh, <gasps> yes. Nice. And nice. I got a cup with with Khan and the World Eaters with blood splatter on it and then everything. Oh, cool. White white fade to blue. What what is the idea otherwise with the Yeti cups? Is it like that you pour cold water into them or something and they keep things cool? Yeah, like if you pour, for example, soda is not the best example because it has mm. uh, carbon in it. Yeah. Like carbon oxide. So mm. you need something that you can seal the lid with and it won't have to excite the gas somehow. Yeah. It's like um, a thermos, but with a... Yeah, every... every I, there's not a handle on it. Um, ah. It's just a big fucking thermos. <laughs> Thing is cold. Um, oh, it's also pretty good with coffee, but you keep burning yourself because it keeps staying that warm. Yeah. Okay. So I prefer it with cool stuff in it. Yeah. Um, useful, useful during really, Adepticon. Really useful for booze. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so you get there, and first of all, you get this goodie bag. and Yeah, and then uh, we kind of have, like, a, a quick uh, warm-up game that evening. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a couple of us um, can really remember the setup, got pretty drunk. Uh, <laughs> because it wasn't really, like, a tournament or anything. It was just, like, a pickup game, pretty fast, oh. with, like, small points, quick list, everything. Sweet. And we had to, like stop it early because we had to get to bed and be ready for the morning yeah um so the first like proper day of gaming um like me bjorn and eric um from the nordic countries played together with like a 2000 point army each against three other guys dark angels blood angels and a thousand sons player okay with like uh, really fluffy, nice lists, um, and we played on this more or less famously known highway table. Oh, that the Ryan Kimmel's pictures of. Yeah, Ryan, that's my cool. man. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's really cool. So we played on that table. Uh, unfortunately, we uh, we lost due to some uh, miscommunications in in our team. Huh. Um, 
So um, yeah, shit happens. But we had like a really good game with the with the three guys we were facing off against. Yeah. Um, John, Jason, and everyone. Um, and then we like we were intended to stop that game like before time because it was still limited in how much time you actually had for the the games. Yeah. But we were at lunch when the shift happened, so we just finished the game instead and it counted for two games, which was really nice. So we had that like big six thousand point game on the highway go full like from start to end. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that was really nice. Um and uh, also having the opportunity to play with uh, Bjorn Eric was also really good. Yeah. Did uh, you have a good, okay? So beside miscommunication, did you have a good team feeling? Yeah, I think so. We were joking around with telling each other that uh, you're the reason we lost all the time. Oh, no. which was uh, <laughs> which worked out pretty well, I guess. Like <laughs> blaming each other evenly. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Uh, so um, must so have that been day we Bjorn. didn't really. <laughs> like we didn't really get anything but yeah Bjorn was mainly telling me you're the reason we lost like you shot my target I needed to charge <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I wouldn't want to yeah. I wouldn't want to get Bjorn uh, angry <laughs> <laughs> but we had the fun time and had a lot of beers and drinks and so on mm -hmm. so uh, it was uh, all free like, like at the venue you could drink beer and uh, alcohol everywhere or it was yeah, but we mainly did it in the Yeti Cups because we couldn't really buy outside beer and bring it in. But we bought like 15 cases of beer and eight liters of vodka or something. Oh, shit. So, uh, <laughs> so come be merry by the Nordics, apparently. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So we had like beer for everyone uh, for the entire weekend almost. Uh, but a lot of people oh. brought their own stuff. So, yeah. Um Anyhow, like that was the event that Ryan uh, arranged, which was yeah. really nice. Um, just getting like a full proper big game and meeting some new dudes that you never played before. Hmm. Um, yeah, really good game. But that was like the first day. Yeah. And then the second day was the March to War event, which was an escalation uh, event with three games. The first one being 1500, second one 2013. Uh, game two and a half thousand points. Hmm. Um, and in the first game, I faced off against Salamanders and I lost four to eight. Um, because like I killed any everything but his two HQ Terminators he equipped to a five man fire, fire drake squad. <laughs> Shit. Um, and I couldn't really touch that. Like, it was a chaplain and a praetor, I believe. So, it was, like, unkillable. Yeah, that's Even pretty tough. Strike for before it with AP2, there's ah, three plus I would say. Three up, it won't say. Yeah, and that's then like, uh, uh, Okay, then a power fist doesn't really matter that much. <laughs> um, so, I lost that one, but it was like a cool game against the guy that apparently play, uh, like painted and uh, made demo games for Games Workshop uh, earlier. Oh. Um, but nice, nice dude. Uh, anyhow, really nice yeah. guy. Um, yeah. And then I played against Alpha Legion for the second game, um, which had like some headhunters combined with two... Uh, 
like centurions uh, on a uh, bike each equipped mm. to the squad. So like a forge lord and a I think it was a delegatus. I'm not sure. Um, Wait, in the same squad as what? Not not other bikers. No, like the headhunters. They joined them. Um, they what? like so jumped like... around, joined infantry. Oh, so you have a guy with a bike in the middle of a squad. Seems a bit. Yeah. Seems a bit but gamey I, to uh... me. <laughs> but I won against them four to four, eight to four. They ah. only had a tactical squad left and a rhino that came in from reserve turn four. <laughs> um, what's going on guys oh <laughs> yeah that was on like this big factory table with like a railway station in the middle almost um, yeah so you see the pictures of the uh, tables they all look really great they're amazing like next fucking level did um, you get inspired for your own tables I talk, like me and Ryan talked for hours about terrain the first oh. day <laughs> like I was only half listening to a Mia Eriksson Bjorn's game because I was talking to Ring half the time with Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we nice. talked a lot about terrain ideas. Um, nice. And uh, then the third game, like by that time, I was one of the guys in like the back of the point scores. Uh huh. Because I altogether scored twelve points, and I think. I think Eric scored 15 points on each of his games, like the two first. What? So he had like 30, and Dave, the leading guy, had 31, the leading loyalist. <laughs> and I had like 12. But in the last round, I played against uh, Jesse from the day before with his Dark Angels. Yeah. Um, and I won 35 to 17. So <laughs> at Shit. the same time, Frederick from uh, Lund was uh, facing off against Dave and was winning against him and therefore keeping his point score down. Oh. So I won the entire thing by one point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know about uh, that uh, Frederick was facing off against him or that like I was even close to it. Yeah. So <laughs> like when they said my name, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this can't be right. <laughs> I got my ass whooped in the first game. I didn't get three victories. <laughs> no, but you got the most points. Holy shit! Oh, that's, <laughs> nice. that's a cool system. So did, did everyone play the same games or missions then? With like, or how did yeah, the points? Yeah. Every, everyone played the same missions each oh. round. So first round, everyone played the same mission. Then second round, third round. Yeah. And so on this games every round. Best comeback ever. Worked pretty well. <laughs> yeah, you don't say, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, ta I tabled it in turn five and it had like variable game lengths. So, um, oh. and because he was Dark Angels, I got the D3 extra victory points and he was playing Pride of the Legion. So I got extra victory points for killing all the troops. Oh. So, uh, was, there, was there a narrative to this event or was it just a. Uh, yeah, it was a city that <laughs> got assaulted by uh, traders, like a mechanic and forge city. Okay. So, first you're fighting on the outskirts. Um, can, the first mission was about getting like table quarters with scoring units and killing warlords and winning duels, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, nice. The second one was about uh, scoring placed objectives in terrain pieces, like getting the actual grounds of the city. Um, and then the third one was the storming of the like the harbors and the the airfields and so on, like the last escape routes for the loyalists. Nice. Um, 
and the traders won the event. Um, which yeah, yeah traders. Isn't the standard in the US apparently? So um, oh, okay. that was nice. And, That's where um, I should move. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or maybe just play another Legion. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Bjorn, he won like the best overall painted theme. Um, good oh, score, he everything all Al together. Al Alpha Legion, or yeah, 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 yeah he did. His noise, noise, Alpha Legion. Mm -hmm. And then Eric won best trader because when you win most points, you can win best trader. Um, oh. Also, he won all three of his matches, so it makes more sense that he gets best trader as well. Yeah. So out yeah. of the three possible victories for the Scandinavians, we got all three uh, <laughs> medals that day. Yeah. Scandinavian uh, the best loyalist went to Dave, uh, that got like second place uh, after me in like total points. Oh, well, that's nice. So, so yeah, so really, you really, didn't steal everything. No, we couldn't. We didn't have any loyalist playing. God, <laughs> <laughs> that's the spirit. <laughs> so, um, and uh, Frederick the day before played the Gamisha campaign, which was a bit more fluffy, uh, <laughs> gaming, but still, uh, some some good lists, yeah. But he won the the golden owl bear uh, award, what? which is like the Mears miniature owl bear uh, painted gold on a like a small statue uh, podium. Oh, huh. I love owl bear. Like best, yeah, they're fucking cool. Um, yeah. and it's like for best sport, cool theme, um, kind of thing. Um, Coolest dude. Yeah, more or less. Nice. So. Uh, Altogether, we took for those four so far, and I uh, lost my voice and got sick, uh, like a bit of fever and so on, like uh, during the night. Gosh. So I had to uh, pass on the third day for Exterminatus, the like singles tournament. Yeah. So they got that, some uh, pretty, right? pretty strong medications in the U.S. Though you can get to that prescription. Yeah. I've heard. Just pump yeah, yourself full of drugs. Uh, but again, I'm uh, I'm not fond of morphine, uh, to be honest. <laughs> uh, like the the time I broke my ankle, it, it didn't work that well. I think uh, <laughs> so. I'm just staying the hell away from it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like the fever went down during the day. But me and Ryan went home, like around the entire vendor area and just like tried uh, demo games and looked at uh, vendor sales. Nice. Bought some stuff, like just oh, hang out with people. Yeah, that's also cool to have a bit of a relaxed yeah. time, also. Because it sounds yeah, like, like I think uh, it a lot it's needed there. because it's <laughs> really like the vendor area is, is the closest at six or seven, uh -huh. and that's roughly the same time that your event uh, ends. Ah, yeah, so don't get the time. It opens the same time as your event starts, so you don't really have time to check anything in the vendor stores if you're at all three events. Um, so I think it was nice actually having a day off, uh, yeah. and after winning the medal, I was like, okay, I got something for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really expected, so I think I'm, I'm okay. So, uh, what, so I, uh, what did you buy then? So I donated, um, first I donated a bottle of vodka for not participating in the exterminators for prices. <laughs> got it tax free. So why not? Um, and then we, me and Ryan went to uh, yeah to the vendor store and 
first we tried like some some uh, some demos. Like I tried Dust Forty Seven, uh, which I oh. now got it like a seventy-five, ninety-eight point army almost. Oh, out of uh, because Ryan got like a good deal on a lot of dust figures and then he was like take all the the forces you want for the army you were starting that i already had like a small <laughs> starter kit for yeah so i ended up getting like 60 points worth of models to like 80 points worth of models home uh of dust models from him, like for free <laughs> and he bought me like nice. a dust book which was like holy shit dude man like you you're so nice <laughs> stop it's too no, much no. first one's for free like <laughs> me and him just hung out for like two days straight like the day afterwards after as well and like packed up tables as well yeah. just really fucking good dude like through and through um, yeah has some amazing funny stories as well um, but but how did the vendor area uh, look like? Was it uh, people trying to, you know, sell, try out my new game, come here, come here, gather around. This is the war game of yeah, the like, future. Uh, please like roll the these dice, huh? It's more like just a small store. And if you're walking by and you like look a bit and like get in like eye contact with some of the vendors, they like say, hello, how are you doing? <gasps> and oh, that's no. about it. Then uh, like explain a bit if you want to hear about it. I mean, yeah. And you can just say, Yeah, I might come back later. That sounds cool. Then yeah. be on your way. Um so we but was like, it went around so every booth. Was it separate booths for like uh, different games then or different companies? Yeah, like um different companies mainly, but like Dust had their own stand. There was a Forge World stand, a games workshop <gasps> uh, stand. That's cool. Um there were like a lot of demo stands as well, and <laughs> some retailers in general that just like sold different stuff. And then there were like yeah. a dude that made these 3D printed faces, so you could get your face scanned and get a oh. 3D printed uh, headset, like uh, different, <laughs> oh. like add horns and whatever you wanted, and get like printed for your models, so you can specialize your kill team or whatever out of you and your what? friends if you wanted to. Oh, that's that nice. Cool. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty cool. I didn't get any of it done because I didn't really know like what to use them for, to be honest. Uh, yeah. At the moment, um, I couldn't really picture myself on one of my models. I think my models <laughs> a bit uh, more grim. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was sort of, like a really cool idea, especially for things like uh, Necromunda and so on, where you yeah. really want to personalize your miniatures. Yeah, that's a good uh, idea. That's so cool, like just saying, okay, so you take my face, do a couple of different maybe um, like poses with your face and add some hairdo or something to it, add some scars huh. or something. Yeah, but how good, I mean, do they have the technology to make um, the sculpts really good with a 3D printer like that? Or I mean... Uh, I think I, they look I, fairly decent. Yeah? But... Um, I think like with everything, like the scan needs to be really thorough as well. Yeah. So I didn't really try it out or anything. I just saw like a couple of uh, prototypes and so on. Oh. But apparently uh, Joshua went and got a couple done for him. Okay. <laughs> I would just make an Alpha Legion army, but everyone would like. <laughs> <laughs> I am Morton. I am Alpha. No, I am Morton. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I went and I bought some um, busts from Scale 75 because oh. 
I, I kind of wanted to do something else just for like fun uh, yeah. next to my uh, wargaming painting. Yeah. Um, just, just to like improve brush skills and so on. Yeah, that's a great idea. So I bought like a Boudicca bust from uh, Scale 75, which is like a really, really cool model. Um, is it some girls with her tits out? <laughs> Not really. Like uh, it's a Celtic woman, uh, like a former priest that becomes the leader of like a hundred thousand British uh, natives that uh, fight off the Romans. Ah. All this. Uh, but does she, she have her boobs out? <laughs> Not she... really. No. Not really. Just uh, like I'll send you the picture, but uh, it's pretty <laughs> deep, I'd say. Yeah. Thunder boob. I'm just kidding. That's just <laughs> like she's actually she's wearing a shirt and everything. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I just um, when I see those, uh, it's you know, every time it's like, yeah. like yeah. Uh, this is um, this is what it looks like. Okay, I will describe it. Oh, okay, okay. No, she looks nice. She looks like the the girl from Brave, the, the Disney. Yeah, movie. like she looks like yeah. Braveheart uh, woman more or less. Yeah, and actually. Clad oh. in like proper clothing and everything. That's... No, she's got such a smooth oh. face. Yeah, I mean it's going to be a, a good uh, way of practicing like skin tones and so on. And yeah, uh, you should give her more, well. yeah. give her more freckles and like wrinkles and and shit. Hair. Yeah, <laughs> she should have. At she's least probably, freckles, they probably I think, have a be beard. <laughs> but I bought that one, um, and then I bought a. Uh, that is a bit more classical uh, vampire bust. Um, I, like, it's almost cut off at the tits, so you almost get rid of that shit. <laughs> um, I didn't say it was yeah. bad. I just said that when I look at Cool Mini or not or something, the the most busts, the busts that win is always like... Yeah. Busts with the um, busts. <laughs> but yeah, oh, it's like a, a cool vampire bride. Um, oh. pretty straightforward just to practice hair and skin on because wow. like she's going to be pale the Boudicca is going to be pale Yeah, so a good way to practice that before having a try on the Boudicca model mm. yeah. um, really and cool. then I bought a Gladiator uh, scale 75 um, bust in like that's in metal the other two on resin so I'm gonna have to uh -huh. do a bit of green stuffing to make it stick properly, but it's oh, a it's, pretty cool model, a, I think. It's a full scale, full, full guy, scale, full guy, gladiator yeah. guy, tits out. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> yeah, and uh, how, how he's like a he? lot of skin. Uh, I think he's about 10, 12 centimeters, maybe. Damn, just so far, I'm, uh, maybe even I'm a bit so... more with the sword. Yeah, I'm just so locked into this uh, painting, you know, Warhammer scale of small. Everything is so small, and you never really put so much detail into the the faces anyway because they're so small. But that would be really fun yeah. to do something different and scale it up, sort of. Yeah, that that's what I thought. So I bought those three uh, hmm. busts like during the the vendor time I was there. Yeah, and. I'm really looking forward to trying it out since I'm getting, uh, I'm going to like the Lincoln brush class. Uh, oh, you got a ticket. Holiday. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, gotta learn some uh, good brush skills from the nice uh, Henry 
and so on. Oh. Maybe Andy, if I'm lucky. Yeah. Well, um, you're lucky if you get Henry also. Oh, Henry. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Such a nice, such nice dudes, man. Yeah, uh, 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 he could paint my tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, just... I want to see a bust of you, Morton. Yeah, you I would just sit Henry there, paint it. <laughs> bare chested, and, he, and and then uh, Henry would just sit there and paint my chest, like. Mm. But you need the wig, like like you had at BSK, like yeah, a full grim hair. Of course, dude. of course, he could he could finally paint real. Realistic chest hair, so it looks like I actually have a, <laughs> have some testosterone in my body or something. <laughs> Nude as a naked mole rat. So, uh, I also decided to start a demon army when I uh, <gasps> when I saw some of the new rules. And, malevolence. Uh, yeah. That, did they, did, did cool. they have malevolence there at the uh, event? Yeah, the like for, 40 copies, but when I got to the line, it was like uh, 40 meters long, and ah. it took like two and a half hours, and I had a tournament, so not really ah. happening. No. Nah. Um, but, but, but they had... Uh, a, I know so you could... Ryan got it, and a couple of other of the Americans got it at least, um, yeah. but all the pre-orders out now, from what I know, um, like people have started receiving their malevolence books. Nice. Yep. We need to have a, yeah. a separate episode about demons. For yeah. Sure. And uh, so I bought this uh, Plague Angel model from Creature Caster that I just posted a picture of in the group, which is oh. like a big, skinny, uh, not skinny in the oh, normal fuck. sense, but just more or less terrifying uh, version That's... of the Plague Demon with a big fucking scythe. Like a scythe from a, a spine. Or yeah, so uh. he's gonna be like a, a psyker and have flying, of course, monstrous creature. Um, <laughs> nice. have like strength D in close combat, maybe. Yeah, um, and a two plus armor save, maybe. I'm not sure, it doesn't seem fitting. I think I rather want to go with something else, but I'll check the rules uh, once I get a hold of the book. Yeah, it's so hard also because I, I mean, I, I sort of like the idea that all demons had an invulnerable save, but now I guess they gave them armor saves, and it's just yeah, like, it's oh, of them. It's strange. Yeah, I saw like this, like if you have like a gargantuan demon, you can have a two plus say. Like, did did some yeah. guys make this huge artificer armor for him? Yeah, I don't know. It Maybe he he probably has super thick skin. Like, I think the idea is like um, demon uh, forged armor and that sort of thing. Ah, but I yeah, rather I like rather it, is to give them like high toughness and many wounds and vulnerable yeah. saves. But yeah, they, they like, also have that. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. Like you can get a lot of war at like a thousand and more points, which is like a flying gargantuan creature with ten wounds and don't yes. know how many attacks. Oh, that sort of cool. thing. Uh, it's so you can be really really make cool. these like huge fucking beasts and giving them two plus armor saves at that point is just essential for them actually withstanding ball of fire. Yeah, that's that's true. But uh, but this one, I like this uh, the model that you showed us because it's a. Uh, yeah. It feels the 30k demon. It's not very much 40k. Like, oh, I, I can tell this is a Slanesh demon or something. This is just like a, like the a general scary a, fucking... A bit nurgle. Yeah, like, but the, like... the wings the wings are a bit siege, I would say. He has like bird wings. Yeah. And the face is just general demonic. Yeah, uh, I'd say. Oh, it's really good. Well, so which, which company made this one? Uh, Creature Caster. Okay, do they, they have more some... similar things in, in like, the series? They have a ton ton of uh, like big demons uh, mm. or creatures 
Um, it's a good tip for our listeners. Check out their I website. Will definitely. Like I know Eric bought four or five of them. Uh-huh. I think it was four. One for each Chaos God, more or less, um, oh. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and none of us like bought the same ones. Um, Frederick, which I uh, shared my hotel room with, that one, the mm-hmm. Golden Owl Bear, mm-hmm. bought uh, one of the Slanesh one for his uh, wife. Um, oh. And <laughs> I think also a couple of other guys bought a couple of them. Uh, so they, so they like, had some that were themed more for a god or... Yeah, like some of them are obviously made to be like bloodthirsters or oh, great okay. unclean ones or keep of secrets or yeah. uh, that sort of thing. Um, but some of them are more ambiguous in that sense, uh, mm. which I think the Plague Angel falls perfectly into. Yeah, um, I like that. And I actually got offered like, um, because Eric bought four and apparently got the fifth off at discount and I uh, went oh. to their shop like on the last day when they were closing down almost. So she offered me to get his fifth one at a discount, but then she forgot to give me the discount and said like, okay, then grab free paints instead. Oh. So I got some paints from that company as well to try out. Oh, cool. Nice. Which is pretty nice so I can get some paints for that like particular project at the same time. Yeah. Um, so was that the last day, day number three, or how long uh, did uh, no, the that was day. Like I'm skipping a big bit back and forward now. Um, it's fine. Like I still had a lot of things from the day with the Ryan. Yeah. We went to try a, a demo of Conquest, which is a fantasy game that hasn't come out yet, but it was fun trying. It was pretty straightforward, still with like line battles and everything. But a lot uh, quicker than like fantasy Warhammer. Oh, so not Warhammer uh, game. It's another no, no, fantasy. It's just called Conquest. Okay. Uh, and it's a fantasy game. Um, also a pretty grim setting a lot of the time, but still obvious fantasy. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty cool. Had a couple of demos. One with a guy called Eric from uh, from the US as well. Mm-hmm. A really nice guy um, that I also keep in touch with. Um, yeah. And I went to buy some uh, washes from Secret uh, Weapon Miniatures, which okay. are like, known for making resin bases mainly, I think. But they also made a wash set, which I believe I think it was Tabletop Minions recommended at some point. But I've been looking at them. Um, they're supposed to be really pigmented, so I wanted to try them out. Hmm? So I bought like a blue-black one. A drying blood and a armor wash, just to try out. Yeah, some uh, some different stuff. And, Broadening um, your views. And trying I out both the, like, the free uh, free colors I got from the the creature caster company called Pro M. I think it's called. Hmm? I'm not sure. Monument Monumentum Monumenthobbies.com apparently. Okay. Um, so I got like a, a so solvent green and a jade and a purple, just to try out something different on the the plague angel. Yeah. So get like those sickly hues from the skin of like yes. a demon that's transforming. It's gonna look so, sweet. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm quite interesting to trying those out, <laughs> and then I. Got a couple of Keyforge decks because it's a fun game to play sometimes with the, one of my friends. 
and it's uh, it's different from all the other classical games. Um, it sounds so cool to just see game. all these uh, companies that you just hear about, or maybe you've seen yeah, some like, of them it was, figures, it was and then oh, look here they are. Yeah, and some of them you like never heard about before. Like oh, but you're making really good stuff. How yeah, how it come? I never heard of it. Yeah, it is hard to keep track of everyone. Really nice. hmm. Then I, I think I won a lightning stencil in like the prizes. Like it's supposed to be a veins stencils, but it looks mm -hmm. more like lightning. Okay, so perfect for a night lord. I, yeah, um, but I might try it out on some demons or something. It was like okay. fucked up skin. Yeah, more or less. Oh, to do the, some uh, veins. Oh, that could be. Yeah, that yeah. could be interesting. Uh, maybe on some wings or something. Uh, yeah. If somebody get like bad wings. Mm. Um, and uh, then I got some like uh, a bit fantasy looking like rock terrain and like resin. Uh, mm -hmm. Like some monolith rocks uh, almost. Not like monolith from 40k but like a relic almost. But I'm going to make it into like a sacrificial area or something for the large priests. Oh, so they can summon, summon the, yeah, your demons. Yeah, exactly. Use this for like my events as well. Yeah. Uh, in the jungle, I was thinking of having like a summoning pit, so oh. if you don't kill the unit by turn three, like they summon a greater demon. I mean, it can be so much fun. <laughs> there, you can make so many fun yeah. uh, narrative games with that. Yeah, exactly. Just uh, really. Oh, you did. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> demon, demon. Stop them! No. Um, and then I got like I won a Slaneshi looking lizard duelist guy, um, which I'm gonna use for that group as well. Um, but it looks okay. Like, I don't know the company that made him, but it's it looks fine for that sort of thing. I uh, mm -hmm. don't think I'm gonna include him in a Space Marine army though. Ah, no, but it's yeah. But yeah. You work nice for a uh, narrative purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, Some standalone. And then I got like a uh, Somatellus MDF tile, I think it is. From what I can see, I haven't unpacked it, but I think that's what it was. <laughs> Wait, did you just get this for free? How no, you... that's from winning the prize on the second day. Oh, okay. You got like a, a you got a medal and like a um, a handful of prizes, prizes more oh. or less. Like you got nice. the MDF board with the, all the prizes on top of. Oh. Um, so um, I also got the like a poster from the dust um, the dust uh, booth for my friend Ricardo yeah. of the Winter Child, which is like a Soviet uh, folk hero in like a prototype power armor with a jump pack and like a golden power armor. Oh. Something that looked like power fists. Sweet. But pretty... And um, then I got the creator and writer of the game to uh, sign it. And uh, oh. he's the kind of oh. known for doodling in people's rule books and so on and making like cool cartoons and so on. And like cool. uh, he wrote, like made a bubble with like Ricardo with two C's because he's also Italian. So he knows that it's supposed to be spelled in Italian that way. Yeah. Um, and then like a. Uh, arrow down to the window child above it and then signed it down in the right corner. Oh. So I got that home for uh, Ricardo, which got him super psyched. So that's really nice. 
Um, cool. And super nice guy. He gave me an American snack when you heard it was my first time in the States. <laughs> Which was, uh, and then you got diabetes. <laughs> nah, nah, that runs in the family on beforehand. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But then I, I got this like... <laughs> <laughs> I got like this night face, uh, which is like a. Um, it almost looks like a uh, a Necromunda base on mm-hmm. the flooring, like a hangar or something. Okay. Like a night size uh, for winning that uh, match or event. Oh. Um, but I think I'm gonna get a night lance at some point and put it on there. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe even use it for demons. I'm not sure. Yeah. You seem very generous with the prices. Damn, it's a lot of, it's a lot, a lot of stuff, a lot of loot. Yeah, they get around a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So I got the, all the dust stuff from Ryan that I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. as well. Uh, on like Sunday morning, uh, like he gave him the book the day before, like uh, when we were at the vendors, and then he got the deal during the night uh, on all that dust stuff. And then he gave it to me like the Sunday morning, which was like, holy shit, man. Um, all this? Because he played like a lot of it himself. So like you could just have used it yourself, but you're such a nice guy. I want to get me more into the game because I liked it. So <laughs> yeah. So what, really what cool. faction are you playing for dust? I am playing uh, the faction called uh, NDAK, uh, which is like North North uh, Deutschen African Corps, so like <laughs> North African Germans. Um, but in dust, like the Germans have kind of gotten rid of Hitler. Yeah. He got shot in the face by a schoolgirl. Um, <laughs> so Rommel takes over and more or less drops the Nazi part. They're still going for like world domination and for all this occult stuff just becomes more in focus. Yeah. So they're like the real cult faction um, that gotten like a hold of a spaceship from an alien <laughs> race and developed some technology for walkers out of that. So it still looked like 40s tanks and so on. Mm-hmm. It's just suddenly a, a bit, no, I wouldn't say clumsy, but a bit more solid walker than you would have in 40k or 30k. Yeah, that's like the, so the, the my least favorite thing about that game. It's like they used to put everything on walker legs. Like they gotta be super slow. Like imagine first you had wheels, you could like drive really <laughs> fast. But now you like have this walker and it can't like be that fast. What? And <laughs> they have like troop transports on walker legs. Like, so imagine sitting in that troop transport, you just going, doo, 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 like 10 kilometers per hour. <laughs> but I think they look it fucking cool. amazing. Yeah, like the look of it is really, really um, something uh, unique in my opinion, especially because when you learn about the law, like the Allies captured a couple of German walkers and reverse engineered them. Therefore, <laughs> theirs look more like bad prototypes with like a tank on top. And the Germans are more advanced and the SSU have gotten hold on some technology to do like small uh, dreadnoughts almost for infantry and bigger ones as well. So they have like a lot of dreadnought walkers almost with guns and so on, but still in this 40s war era style. And then there's that's a cool. Cthulhu as a faction, and there's like <laughs> coming in an alien faction apparently because the the alien the Nazis captured uh, the Germans. Um, they shot that one, but it managed to send like a beacon signal to the 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 home faction. So they're coming to Earth now. 
Oh, shit. And Babylon is like summoning demons and so on. And yeah, there's a lot of intense fighting going on, which is it's its own thing. But again, it's weird war and it's alternative history. So <laughs> I just think it's a fun uh, thought experiment with a lot of cool ideas from like more or less sci-fi and also the, the weird ideas of uh, the Germans going into occult research to find new weapons and so on. Yeah. Um, that's a cool cool like in Diana jones and so on that sort of theme almost um, yeah mm. yeah it's a bit but, more space yeah. out than i thought it, it was because i thought it was just like the the war progressed for two years or and now suddenly everyone no no everything a lot, lot of a lot of things changed like under the radar uh, but the 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 war has progressed during the years but yeah there's different things that changed like Hitler has been shot so they dropped the Nazi part there's been some um... I mean Hitler been shot is like the minor part I would say like the divergence in history <laughs> that aliens landed, yeah. demons are summoned and no no the aliens have like there's been a, one alien ship that crash landed that oh, he's they, one. Like, uh, oh he's the one yeah and now like there's coming a new faction of them like actually closing in on the planet there's been like a few minor leaks so far of like a hand holding a pistol so far. Hmm. And Even the Germans like, have got like really far into the cult. So they actually uh, had some cultists uh, working as well uh, against them. And that tries to summon Cthulhu and so on. And Cthulhu's <laughs> creature. I feel like so, they've diverged the story a bit, a bit too much. I mean, I like the idea yeah. of it. I think it's fun. Um, yeah. That's that's like I, that's my like go into it. It has to be fun and it has a certain weird feel. And all that's factions true. have like their one technology that they research. So like the Germans have lasers, the Allied have oh. phasers, and the Russians have Tesla weapons. Tesla. Um, yeah. So you can have like Tesla cannons on a walker or on a big tank or. You can play the Chinese now. You can even play the Japanese as well. That gets like super big walkers as well. Um, and they have like I... rail guns. The Japanese. That's their technology. Oh. But are you are you working for them now? Are you selling their stuff here? <laughs> <laughs> no, like I just got so much cheap. Like I got all that stuff for free from Ryan and uh, oh, okay. like my friend Ricardo has been asking me to uh, buy some more so I can actually start playing with them. Fair enough. So Fair enough. now that I actually got the stuff, I'm starting to look into it a bit more, and it seems quite nice because it's the, <laughs> it's a, it's a straightforward game. I'd say like you have all yeah. the rules pretty easily. It's not a lot of money you have to post into it. Hmm. Like for the ones that don't paint their own armies, they can even buy buy it pre-painted from the manufacturer at like an acceptable standard from not that much ah. more. That's cool. So I think that's a good way of like including the people that don't paint uh, in general. Yeah, like I know a couple of people that have to pay other people every time they want to do a new project uh, because they don't paint themselves. But they should be able to buy some models painted as well at an acceptable standard. That like includes yeah. a lot of model people to get into it. Hmm. I think. How, um, I'm in, I'm interested at like so there's at the event again now because there's so many people there. How how is it all organized? I mean, when you get there, is it just like oh wait. Oh uh, yeah, heresy. It's on this floor in t rooms. Blah blah blah. To blah blah blah. Like oh shit, and there's just tons of people like, everywhere. Or we had um, 
like uh, you had the big main entrance where you come in and there's the escalators and there's a couple of painting tables underneath you can use. Yeah. But if you go up the escalators, there's like an ATM, a Starbucks, and like all the hotel stuff. Oh. But if you start going to like uh, to the left, you start going into the conference area. There's like bigger conferences on the newer uh, releases of games and like uh, the trailer for the new Slanesh model, the new Keep of Secrets. Oh, yeah. Out there. Yeah, it's awesome. That sort of thing. And there's some food vendors where Bjorn got food poisoning from. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> not really. A turkey wrap gave him food poisoning. Oh. So he was up all night puking. Yay. Yay. At, le yeah. at, least, at least it wasn't during a game or? Uh, it was like uh, he had to go puke uh, during one of the games. Oh, shit. Oh. Okay, and yeah. then no, he no. felt like sick during the evening and the night and he felt bad during the morning. But I don't think he had to puke during the day after. Oh, that's a pretty rough night if you're gonna try to have some energy yeah. and play and mm. yeah he was really smashed the first game but then he like picked up like got got a lot better yeah got another sandwich <laughs> not from there <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so um so did you the... do you get the feel did you get to feel like oh shit there's like thousands of gamers here did you have that yeah, yeah. A lot of the time, you were seeing people down the different uh, rooms and conference rooms. Either were having painting classes or sculpting classes. Um, like the entire vendor hall um, wasn't filled only with vendors. There were also like a forty k tournament next to it, ah. and there were all these different kind of games all around the big halls. Um, and one of the halls were only gaming. Uh, no vendors as well. Yeah. So we had like a, a entire uh, hall on like the upper floor with only heresy and like some uh, Adeptus Titanicus just outside uh, our oh. hall, still in like our area. Um, yeah. That like changed a bit to some card games at some point and uh, some used markets as well on one of the evenings, um, that sort of thing. Hmm. So we had a pretty nice area, I'd say. Um, yeah. And Didn't pretty, feel hidden know. away, sort of. Um, I wouldn't say hidden away. Like a lot mm -hmm. of people came by. Yeah. But we had uh, a good like amount of uh, space between us and the big halls that were making a lot more noise. Oh, okay. So that, that's, that was really that's nice. Good. Yeah. Um, you could actually hear your opponent and have to shout all the time, even though yeah. you have had to half the time because you got excited. <laughs> um, so I lost my voice more or less one of the days um, <laughs> leading up to the day I went to the vendors. But uh, yeah, uh, I bought like a lot of stuff, also a lot of paint, um, some more scale 75 paints I haven't seen in Denmark yet from the fantasy and games series. Mm -hmm. um, which is really nice. Um, okay. You're at the I, forefront uh, where it's happening, where they're previewing stuff and yeah. trying stuff out. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and yeah, we went out for some different, like American food, uh, different, uh, different evenings. Um, yeah. We went to like a place with some hot wings. Eric had to do a challenge for. Oh yeah, I saw that. Eat, like ten of them. Yeah, he had to and, uh, repeat it from last year, right? 
Yeah, he didn't. He failed it last year, and he wanted vengeance. <laughs> did he so, manage? Uh, yeah, he did it. But apparently, when he went to the bathroom, he apparently didn't get all of it off his fingers, and then he went to piss. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Ooh, caliente. Uh, yeah, and uh, apparently John that also did it uh, with like five wings. Apparently, also had something like hidden under his fingernails or something, and got a bit ah. in his eye. That ah. sort of thing. Oh. Yeah, that was kind of bad. <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> Not the eye thing, but the dick thing was. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the last day, like uh, Ryan took us all out for Chicago deep style pizza. Uh, which was really nice. Um, oh yeah, seen those. They're like they got a tall edge, right? Yeah, like they're they're imagine a classical deep pan, and then instead of having the bread, tomato, and then cheese, then you have bread, cheese, then tomato sauce. Hmm. Um, that's like Chicago style, apparently. Hmm. Um, I also thought it was just deep pan, but there's more to it hmm. from what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and also like we got the we were at this place that were a like the Weber grills like a restaurant where all the the food was cooked on Weber grills <laughs> okay which was, Just... which was actually really good uh, like the food was really really nice and very fairly priced to be honest not to say cheap but did they uh, just have the grills like everywhere next to your table yeah, or something? Just had, no, they had like in the kitchen, but with like really good uh, like exhaust uh, ventilation. Yeah. So they just sucked any uh, like uh, yeah. smoke out of there. This sounds like a but typical like Swedish summer thing. Oh, bring out the yeah, Weber grill. Yeah, like they, they asked like, do you have Weber grills in Sweden and Denmark? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> has one. <laughs> that was our reaction as well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our thing. <laughs> But the the food was really good, um, yeah. and uh, we had like a, a dessert served in what is called a skillet, which is like a small uh, iron pan hmm. uh, where you put in like a, a thick chocolate chip cookie and heat it up until like the chocolate melts inside. Yeah, and then you put on a bowl of ice cream and then caramel sauce on top, and then you like get it served in the skillet so it's still warm. And melting. Ooh. Fuck, that oh. was good. <laughs> so uh, Ryan took us out and showed us like a real good time uh, with some good food and uh, some really nice drinks as well. Um, so yeah, really, really just good hosting uh, yeah. on Ryan's behalf, to be honest. Uh, made it into a fucking amazing trip with all the other guys as well. Magnus, Johnny, and Bjorn, Eric, and uh, Frederick. Yeah, I was going to say, there must have been some more guys from uh, uh, Stockholm. Yeah, we, six, six of us went, uh, as we, like me and Eric from Denmark, uh, Frederick from Lund, and then Bjorn, Magnus, and Johnny from uh, Stockholm. Hmm. Did you mostly hang out with, uh, with those, or was it like a mix with all American? We lived, we lived like uh, across each other from the hallway. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh, on the hotels, and we played in all the same tournaments in the same room, so we hung out all the time, except for when I went and hung out with Ryan, that sort of thing. Oh. Um, so a lot of the time, we were, like, within arm's reach of another Swede or Dane. Oh, that's that's comforting. 
<laughs> Hold my hand. Like Eric played the the guy I played my last game against in the March to War. Uh, Bjorn played the guy I played my game, second games against um, as well. <laughs> so a lot of um, us played a, a lot of the same people uh, and <laughs> new guys that I haven't met before, of course. But um, I don't think necessarily Eric and uh, Bjorn and the other guys met them before either. But really, really nice guys. In general, um, a good vibe going for most of the time, and in general, like fair play um, all the way through. Like you didn't really have any big uh, rule discussions that were like oh, that's nice. no or waves or anything. Hmm. Like people were really generous with their everything. So even if you went out, they're like, "Ah, oh, just do it." Like uh, we'll just do it that way. That seems fair to me. Hmm. Like. No worries, no, not anytime, like just straight ahead, Molness. Yeah. Um, so that was really nice. Which is so much more good. relaxing. Yeah, good community and a lot of cool ideas for armies. Like there was a Ultramarines army with, like, I think it was 12 Predators, six Vindicators, um, <laughs> not laser Vindicators, but regular Vindicators. Oh. And, like, I think it was. 12 attack bikes made with like these buckies with a guy standing with a multi melter on the on the back oh which was really cool um, yeah so in general there were so many cool ideas uh, throughout and they had like some big fucking titan battles and so on uh, and the Gamisha campaign was a bit more uh, smaller armies from what I got and there was a big map with like moving fleets and armies and systems and so on uh, mm -hmm. spanning all three days so that was really cool as well um, mm -hmm. uh, Frederick played two out of three of those events I think I'm not sure I think he might have just played one of them and then the other one the march to war as well the the one um, you missed what, what was that called was it an apocalypse uh, the one I missed was the Exterminatus, which is Exter two and a half thousand. Notus. Everything is allowed. Ooh. Ooh. So, do, do you know someone who played that? Yeah, Eric and Bjorn did, and Eric won it. So oh. he got his second uh, medal that year. Damn. So now he has three. He had one from last year as well, where he won it. Damn. So now, now he won Good it job, two Eric. in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Power play. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, like big congrats to him as well. Like we, I did not see us getting that many in March to War, and him also getting one against Terminators was just really, really good, good mm. going. To be honest, he painted like a shit ton of scouts, um, like up to this event, because he had a like late change of plans for his army. Yeah. So I think he painted like forty models or something, and a couple yeah. of vehicles as well. In like a month or something. Even, well, even that's nothing, right? Compared to, I mean, you you've done you've done more than that, right? <laughs> uh, I've done about the same, uh, oh, yeah. I'd say. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, uh, I've started the plans for my Lincoln army and my Ajax army and my Slaukon army this summer. Um, nice. Where you will, every for every time you will, paint, uh, you will paint an entirely new, like six sixty new models. No, <laughs> so, I'll paint uh, for all of it. I think I'll paint about 
20 infantry guys and uh, a wolf single dreadnought. Um, maybe I two dreadnoughts. Yeah, well, you seem to have got some inspiration from this event, though. Seemed really cool. Yeah, uh, like I had some ideas beforehand, but I'm kind of gotten sure about it now. Um, I want to get like 10 red butchers. I've modeled the first five now with some extra chains and so on. Nice. Um, and I finally got my daylight bulb lamp so oh. I can actually paint white during the night. Yeah. Oh, rhyming party. <laughs> um, because earlier I had like these classical warm yellow lights, which is not really working when you have to get a solid white for your army as a base coat. Ah, uh, yeah, that's you true. can't really okay. decipher if you're at the right stage yet. Yeah, daylight bulb is the shit. It's like the first yeah, thing I got when I, I moved to England. I I hadn't really tried it uh, before the paint course last year, and I saw it. And I was like, "Holy shit, that looks good!" Yeah. Um, and then I finally mm, like pulled my ass together after this event and bought one uh, nice. when I got home. So wait, so and Ryan is coming over bought... to Sweden? Yeah, at Lincoln. Ooh. Him and oh. his uh, wife apparently is going on a holiday in uh, Sweden and Denmark, so they're going to go nice. to Stockholm, then come to Lincoln, and then he's going to go to Copenhagen afterwards. Does she know? Why? Yeah. Let me put it this way. He has a place called the Battle Barn, or Battle Barn, Mm-hmm. Uh, which is uh, almost the same size as his house, I think he said, mm-hmm. which is entirely for Warhammer gaming. That he owns? Like garage. Yeah, like on oh. his property and everything. Oh. Um, and he has like open game days for his friends and uh, he has like painting courses and so on. So he invited me over. Uh, so I'm going to go back there in September. Oh, oh nice. Shoot some guns, play some warmer. No. <laughs> you scared him. <laughs> he ran away. Oh, what happened to him? <laughs> I don't know. He's still in the chat. Strange. All right, the Jenny Cup finally killed him. <laughs> Too yeah. much coke. Yeah, maybe that's a good time to round it off, though. Uh, yeah. He seemed to have a great time there. So great that he'll <laughs> want to come back. And he's got plenty of army projects planned off as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I would remember Sebastian by, from all his uh, happy moments. And uh, <laughs> we're going to miss him. It's been nice <laughs> knowing him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that going sounds great. Uh, I definitely want to go there at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, oh, I, th- I think I just cut out, or maybe you guys did. I don't know. He lives. You did for sure. Oh, when when did I cut out? <laughs> when you said you're going back in September. Oh Ryan. yeah, I'm going back. Yeah, I'm going back in September um, to Ryan's place for over a week to get a uh, cult of paint painting course in like big models, like uh, big battle tech and big uh, like. Titanicus almost, uh, like um, Titan size. Oh, they're doing it there. Yeah, like the Battle Barn um, Mm -hmm. and so on. uh, I should get a a barn. 
and just and there's <laughs> maybe also a hobby camp going on in the area which i might also go to which is like painting classes sculpting classes uh, gaming and like everything just oh, all shit. in one uh so if if both of them happen, I'm gonna stay for both for sure. Like that's gonna be fucking grand. Um, Sweet. Sounds and sounds nice. Yeah. So uh, the guys that we met over there are just fucking top notch uh, dudes. To yeah. be honest. Um, it sounds it sounds like it was uh, a very nice event. Yeah, uh, and um, on the way over there. Um, mm-hmm. I finished reading like uh, Vengeful Spirit. Yeah. Um, which I found some funny things in, which is that uh, apparently some of it is about the uh, Danish, uh, like uh, there's this book that a uh, a perpetual is reading that was uh-huh. always like it's always been the same thing. Uh, that's been written in it, and then suddenly it changes to something else. And apparently, it's written in Danish. Um, so it what? goes a bit like um, so the words were in some old language Olivia had called Dansk, but she lived looking at the pictures, she didn't know the words like that sort of thing. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and it's about like this uh, thing called the uh, Intertil. So like the nothingness, more or less. Um, <laughs> well, it actually in in vengeful spirit w- was spelled out yeah. like Danish. Uh, yeah, several things. <laughs> Can't let's remember put this ob- obscure language that no one knows. Just yeah, let's do it Danish. Yeah. We'll translate Dansk. it. Dance. Yeah, no one knows but, what that is. <laughs> but okay. that was really uh, really funny. Um, and I've seen and, it before, like a couple of things. It's some sort of prophecy. I, I can't read it. No one can anymore. Uh, it's in Dansk. Chaseran and Tursedrang. What could it mean? Oh, I... Something about the emperor. Uh, I, I think can't... it's the end of the world. <laughs> well, well, I, but, I think yeah. we're gonna we're gonna wrap wrap up the episode. Uh, but uh, yeah. it's uh, yeah, we're, we're very thankful amazing. for you. For your um, Mr. The Man in the Field always delivers yeah. and wins yeah. medals and prizes and shit. Apparently, first time yeah. winning anything, like first prize. Yeah, so yeah. Take some pictures of the grand. the stuff that you won. You can we post it? Uh, I did. I uh, I'll send you the to them. Really? I send you the. Do it. All the different stuff. Do it now. Do it. Oh, I also got a, a Depsicon bottle opener. And this, and this, and also huh. look what yeah. I found. <laughs> it's bigger than my fucking metal. <laughs> it's just as big. Um, and it's like the the skull logo they have and the gear and so on. Oh. But it's pretty fucking cool and you got it for like 15 bucks. Okay. So, nice. Why the fuck not? <laughs> so and I got like to... home with more money than I expected. <laughs> Then you left. I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> yeah, like I, 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 I saved up around having one and a half thousand Danish per day. Yeah. So yeah. that's like two hundred something bucks or something. I think mm-hmm. around that. Um, I came home with three thousand Danish, like two days of unspent money, more or less. Oh, what the? F- <laughs> yeah, because you just drank alcohol. Or- <laughs> 
No, I think I just spend a lot less uh, on food oh. and drinks and uh, miniatures in general than I thought. Like things were a lot yeah. cheaper apparently yeah. than expected. Um, oh. Also, I um, I ended up uh, <laughs> for like some of the money I ended up ordering like uh, some uh, desk organizers from like this uh, Polish company that does these uh, desk like, organizers. Yeah, like they're um, staplers they're and shit. It's like um, for its paint stands and all ah. that sort of shit. Um, I think the company is called what? Are, they're called Hobby Zone. I think mm-hmm. they're the name is. They make these cheap, fairly cheap, uh, like drawer modules and paint stands and tool holders and that sort of thing um huh. i wanted to have some paint uh, holders because they can fit the cork um oh for painting cork. stuff yeah they're like uh, if you put a model on a a cork uh, yeah. they're not called the cork screw what the fuck they're called i the just cork one it's a piece of, piece a of cork. cork a cork yeah the cork you get from a wine bottle um, yeah yeah. Like that fits more or less with a 26 millimeter paint module. So I bought one of those for like, uh, just for keeping miniatures that I'm painting on. Um, <laughs> and then I bought some for keeping my paints, some for my tools, and then a couple of drawers for like bits for the different units I'm doing. Um, and then with the new lamp, and I ordered like a, a wet palette and some artist opus brushes. So did you get a- Oh, did you order some things to be delivered home to you, or did you have yeah, to bring? No, How did I you did bring them? I, did you just? I uh, I left a towel over there, um, <laughs> and then I left some stuff that I, I also got, for, like the chair, the bag, and everything you got for like uh, the premium bag. Yeah. Some of the stuff I also left because I didn't really have any use for it, and I didn't have any room for it either. Hmm. Um. <laughs> So yeah, um, uh, with like everything in in place with all this, my my hobby uh, level is going next level. Yeah, yeah, it uh, sounds like it. possible, but uh, getting that uh, brushes class with uh, Henry mm-hmm. and getting the wet palette for that, the daylight lamp for that, and the brushes for that. So yeah. Uh, the organizing part of the desk is just the last extra bit, more or less. Yeah. So, sounds all set. We're, yeah, we have exciting times to come. A lot of, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of things to talk about in the future. But, yeah. uh, but I think Adepticon is done for this time. It, yeah. Would I you give it uh, five, five out of five stars? Chain axis. Yes, five <laughs> out of five chain axis. Would you consider going back next year? I'm planning on going next year, yeah. Oh. Because it's such a nice, uh, like, the the entire feeling of the event and the people are really just nice, having fun. Yeah. Being really chill about the gaming. um, Being part of such a big event. Yeah, and like there's so many events going on at the same time. I think there were three Horus Heresy, two Horus Heresy events a day, and a Deptus <laughs> Titanicus event. 
yeah, that's with, crazy. Like, dune worms and everything. Like, what? It looked amazing. <laughs> and then there were like this big, uh, grand uh, titan, titan battle in the evening and so on. Yeah. So, like, if you wanted to play all weekend, you could do that uh, from Thursday to Sunday. Just need time. Time is limited. <laughs> yeah. To, to be able to join everything. Huh. Yeah. Well, but, yeah? Um, like, after playing five to six games, you start to get, okay, sure, I can play more games, but you're starting to think, okay, if I don't when... get to see everything now, then I don't really have tomorrow because then they're closing everything down. Yeah. So yeah. you kind of had to put that into perspective that you need a day probably to look around, see everything in the vendor store, try some demo games, Definitely. hang out with some dudes. Yeah. We also got Andy Wardle over there, uh, who oh. won a couple of uh, prizes in the Crystal Brush series, but not the actual free Crystal Brushes. Okay. Was he, he uh, just there to compete, or was he there holding a course, or playing? or? Yeah, he, he both gave courses and uh, was there to compete in the Crystal Brush. So he uh -huh. won a gold uh, in, I think it was single miniatures. I can't remember the exact... Uh, uh, category he won in, mm -hmm. but he got gold for his dawn, I believe. Mm -hmm. Silver for their new um, robot uh, that uh, the Cult of Pain is coming out with. Um, that they leaked oh, a couple own. of pictures of. Oh. Yeah, their own sculpt. And then I think he got bronze for another one, which I can't remember right now. Damn. So he got free. free uh, wins but no uh, no of the big free uh like bronze silver gold crystal brushes okay but uh, um any other famous people you you met ryan kimmel andy uh, Wardle? yeah apparently uh ryan is uh, is famous i just met ryan nice. and i thought he was awesome so we uh we just clicked um yeah. more or less um yeah and yeah, uh, we ran into a couple of like the really good painters uh, that partake in Crystal Brush every year mm -hmm. uh, that Ryan knew, uh, introduced me to the Dust people mm -hmm. as well. Um, really nice guys. Um, met a lot of people actually that I've uh, I've been like following on Instagram as well and that sort of thing. Like, oh, he's here as well. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. um, that sort of thing. Um, but mainly it's been like totally new people that I haven't met before. Hmm. Um, but a really, really nice crowd. Um, yeah. Some in general, some gorgeous armies, but they're apparently a bit focused on the display boards over there to win best painted. Ah. Which French, kind of uh, put, it puts our, us out of the, uh, the running chance. Damn. Because it's an entire category, you don't get any bonus off. Yeah. Ah, so next year, yeah. next year, it's all about the display base. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not bringing in display base. <laughs> Nick, Nicholas, do you have anything to add to this? Uh, seems like a great event. Like, seems like you got the everything wow. told about it. Seems like just a <laughs> massive place where everything exists, hobby wise. Yeah, the, the, the expert has spoken. I don't know. Like, I'm not the one being interviewed. Like, what am I supposed no, to say? No, I don't know. It's like a, you're like this uh, sports commentator. Like, well, I've taken in all the data and I can draw a conclusion that sounds like a pretty cool event. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they used to, to play ball. Let's throw some dice. Yeah. 
Throw some good dice. Good dice were thrown. And Tepsicon isn't even like the biggest convention in um, in the states in regards of tabletop, like Gen Con, which is like everything from tabletop to computers, oh, is yeah. like way, way, way bigger. Like the vendor area is eight times bigger than the Tepsicon area. <laughs> it's crazy. We need uh, we need to get better. European Union, actually, come on. I was I was going I was planning to go uh, at that point and go to Gen Con with Ryan and Eric, but. The plane tickets are like in the high season of Danish vacation. So mm. if you want to fly there at that time, it's like 12,000 Danish at least. Yeah. Damn. I, mean, I can't afford that shit, man. That's like 1,500 pounds. A lot of yeah. dough. Yeah. Not really something I want to want to try and save up in three months time that means like living you, you'll have pasta. to fly like earlier and then you <laughs> hide out you can, you live can in stay the in St. Ryan's hobby bunker for like a month yeah it'll be cheaper like yeah, missing sure a month some... of work <laughs> yeah I think if I ordered early enough and go early and then maybe leave uh, after the, uh, Gen Con that might work I'm sure Ryan has people living in his hobby barn like a fight club sort of thing there must be <laughs> initiates there's probably initiates there <laughs> but yeah like ryan supplied all the terrain for the events we played in which was like so many tables of cool settings yeah so yeah, got a lot of inspiration for coming tables and uh, ideas and recommendations from him yeah you need to go to go, go to go to his barn Steal his ideas, get back in, and like make it happen. Build a barn like an Amish guy. We shall build the barn here. Put up the maypole. <laughs> well, I'll put up a pole for you. Oh, right well, up as, as as the sleep deprived father, I will decide to end this episode here uh, with these words. Remember, kids? Remember? Remember, folks? I hate him. He both takes him and gives him. Right. That's how Americans sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how they sound.